the numbers are going up. The recording amount of space is going down. That's what we're looking for. Great. Okay. Pros. That's what we're looking Real for. Pros, it's going to come yeah. in in two when I tried it out the first time and was like, KS. Um, and it did not work. Um, so, yeah. All right. Um, yes. I'm intrigued by the color of this one. So it is it. interesting. It's got that stupid glass cork, which I hate. Mm. It's bad. It's not great. The I mean, it's, it's like the, the cork, the cork oh. is bad. Oh, okay. The wine yeah. is passable. That's a passable. The Barton. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's fine. It's good. Uh, Do the new one. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's kick this off. Then. Yeah. yeah. Start with the nice. The guest wine the... goes first, and then yeah. we get into the... All right. Well, while, while Leo's pouring that, give me a clap, all right? Do the count. All right. Yeah. Four, three, two, one. Okay. That's serviceable. Yeah, that was I fine. I hope the... Yeah, I hope the internet works because I found four unknown devices on my fucking network last night at one in the morning when I couldn't watch my bedtime stories of uh, terrible YouTube videos of stupidity. Oh, you got moochers? So I had to like flick people off that Wi-Fi. Wow. It was a big mistake to let the downstairs people use the Wi-Fi, I think. I think they were giving that password away all around town. That's what it sounds like. I don't know. An Amazon device was connected and I'm like, not in this house. Oh, shit. No, no. Mr. Bezos is not welcome in my neighborhood. Oh, maybe I they haven't had paid enough attention to recite your password back to you right now. But I changed them back and forth. Ah. I don't even <laughs> remember what they are. Um, it's one of three. Um, so anyway, so how do so we have to like host a show, right? Yeah, you host because we have like an actual guest. Yeah, we do IRL in studio at Green and Lewis East. This I is know. real. Uh, yeah, please welcome uh, Leo Madras. Did I say your last name right? Ah, close enough. Close Tomato, enough. potato. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Madris. Madris. Okay. So with an Madris. accent, it sounds correct. Yeah. Yes. With, with what you did, sounds like you are Americanized. Where you are. I say Madris. Madris. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed, Nailed it. it. Good. I'm not gonna yeah. try. I'm just gonna say Leo's here. Yeah. All right. Great. <laughs> cool. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Salute. Oh shit. Wrong. Hold yeah, on. Gonna do that. That's the right glass. Very yeah. good. Cheers! Right, I'm gonna bang it into the screen. There we there, go. There you go. Oh, Perfect. the Trivial Pursuit glass hits the uh, hits the screen. Very good. Ooh, lovely throwback. Oh um, man, it is a great. It's got a great weight. Oh, it does glass, have a great weight. You had it when you were here. Perhaps in Connecticut. Oh, right in Connecticut when I brought it there. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I don't know. I always feel really envious. I mean, this is only the second time that we've done it this way, but I, I don't I don't like being the guest. I feel like I'm the guest because I'm on the, on, the I'm on the distance thing. And you guys get to be in the room and you get to vibe out together. Meanwhile, I'm over here in an attic. You're like the audio engineer, except you're <laughs> not because I have to do it all. Yeah. Which is really a role reversal that I am uncomfortable with. Yeah. I'm loving the dynamic all around of you <laughs> trapped in the screen being, you know, the guy behind the booth and me here with Will, who honestly I've seen so many times in my life that I had forgotten what he looked like before I came in. Uh, mm. And then and then I have the uh, funny, funny leverage of knowing a whole lot about you guys. <laughs> yeah. So this is your intervention. You have to tell yeah. us your life story and everything, you mm. know, um, what else? Uh, you know, what? What's what's some of the like Vogue seventy two questions? What makes you cry? Um, who's the enemy of your life? Um, <laughs> who would play you in a movie? Yeah, who would play you in a movie? Um, what's the stage play called? You know, all of that. Yeah, I all was right. I was when I was turning on lights. I was like, this is very Charlie Rose when I actually turn on the lights and everything in here. 
Yeah, really uh, beautiful living room, by the way. Good job. Got to hand it to you, Will. I, I, you know. Does it measure up there, to imagination, Leo? Yeah. Yeah, it's got the, it's got a, it's got a look. It's got a tight look. I thought there'd be more uh, floral arrangements. I think that's probably the only thing. We've got branches. And you, those fuckers, yeah. so let's get into branch talk real quick. <laughs> sure. All right. Mother's Day. Fucked up flowers. It fucked up pricing of everything. Uh, this can be confirmed by our dear friend, Ree. She was like, my friend, the eucalyptus, it costs money today. And I said, yeah, it's filler right now. Duh. Like, it's being shoved in with a bunch of fucking, like, daisies and shit for Mother's Day. Yeah. And even Oof. these, I was like, what? I didn't realize you that. Charged me $15? So the flower industrial complex, they have, like, they have, like, upcharges for certain dates. It's like, you know. Oh, like, yeah. Wow. They did COVID spikes, too. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like lumber. Nearby bodega slash plant shop in my neighborhood, it's like $45 for like a bouquet of, you know, your normal, just like daisies and stuff like that. I would shit a brick. Yeah. Oh, God. No. Thank God I don't have a mom nearby to bring that shit to because, whew. Yeah. Uh, Nellie's had like just po- like a six foot pile of bouquets ready to go. And I was like, I was like, what's going? Oh. You're getting mm-hmm. ready. And they're yeah. like, uh-huh. I'm like, okay, can I have my things? Um, no, when during June, June, when we sent flowers uh, to Rocky. Yeah. What I saw of what it was when it arrived and what I thought I paid for. When I tell you that little, you see that sad aloe plant that's dying in that pot? That's about the same thing Ooh. for $70. And I went, I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> that is a little wilty guy. It's dead. Ulrika's uh, mm. plant. Ulrika, sorry, R.I.P. Aloe's dead. I got nothing for you. Oh, man, they're dropping like flies over there. I feel like the last time we talked, you killed a plant, too. No, that's the only one I killed. Oh, okay, all right. It's actively dying. It's different. I did, like, I enjoyed the pet talk. I was very bewildered by this raccoon situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's... <laughs> it, it was, you know, I think I might have said as much at the time, but in retrospect, it was really ill-advised. My mom is such an animal lover, but I think in a situation like that, you should really let nature take its course. I think intervening in that raccoon's life was ultimately probably a mistake. I mean, I wish it all the oh, yeah. best, and I hope that it's still alive, but I don't think you should, like, fuck around with suburban nature that much, you know? Also, I'm skeptical you had a goldfish that really lived that long. It did. Nah. I didn't I feel, take I care like of it, so that's why it lived. goldfish and rotated it out. And one day they were just like, oh, we can't keep can't keep putting on the charade. Oh, bad. I love this. Leo's a goldfish <laughs> truther. I'm, I'm totally into this theory, by the way. I think your parents just couldn't face, you know, introducing you to death at such a young age, and they had to put it off. I don't know about that. It, it was like this big, and it was like a fair goldfish that started like the size of a quarter. Okay. You know, I I don't think, and my parents are not long con people like I maybe am, but I did not learn that from them. I learned that from my grandparents about the long con. It's got to come from somewhere. Do tell. No, I mean, you just learn how to manipulate people, but you can't do it in a short amount of time. You have to do it over long decades and decades and decades of this. Um, My grandma taught me how to do this, so. Grandma sounds like a stand-up stand-up character. Yeah, right. Do you have a particular instance that you can discuss, Will? What are you talking about, you know? Oh, 
no, do you know you know how to use guilt for motivational purposes, right? Or is that only me? It's the Catholic coming out. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm fueled by regret, as we all know. I, I don't have a lot of guilt. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a like a label from like 2002 in like again East Coast like Baltimore alternative scene. Fueled by regret. Yeah, fueled by regret. <laughs> yeah. I'd go to that show. <laughs> I can imagine the sticker. Like it's that almost like Star Warsy yellow yellow like italicized font with like mm-hmm. a little like swirl around it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or like Rockstar energy drink energy. <laughs> no, truth be told though, I, I do feel you on the guilt thing. I, I grew up uh super super evangelical Christian as a kid. And but that's uh, more shame based. It is. It is more shame based. Guilt guilt has no uh yeah. yeah. It's more about Yeah, it's different flavor. Mine came with more, I think, fire and brimstone than probably oh, what you yeah. grew up with. Catholics are like, are you sorry? Okay, you're fine. Whatever. We don't give a fuck. Say a few chants, you know, light a candle in front of the woman, do the thing. You're good yeah. to go. It's a glass of wine, a dollar bill, and a statue of the Virgin Mary. You're done. <laughs> It's fine. Wait, you're feeling Leo, lucky. Did you, you put a two dollar bill? Did you grow up with any of this? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I went to a Methodist church just because it was the one in town that everybody went to. But my mom was openly atheist my whole life. She never went to church with us or anything. So she was kind of like, "Yeah, when you die, it's just a big dirt nap forever." So I don't know what I was yeah. getting from her. You know, honestly, that's probably confused me more than anything else. And then on my yeah. dad's side, he just did it for like cultural reasons. It was sort of like, yeah, you got to go to church until you get your confirmation to make your grandparents happy before they die. And I was like, okay, fair enough, you know. But I never really took it, I never really took any of it seriously. I don't remember ever even believing in God like in earnest at any point or you know, and like a Methodist church, it was like my pastor was like a scientist or something. He went to school for like physics, so he was very uh heady and not very uh. spiritual. So there was no uh there was no inflection of like you know, did guilt he use or a shame. whiteboard during the sermons? I don't mean I don't know I don't know out? if he was Glenn Becking it exactly. <laughs> but 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 he would use examples, yeah. A quirk is like sins, and you're like, what? How is this going to play out? No, weirdly enough, the only real memory I have from going to church is we had a Sunday school activity where a rabbi came for Passover, I think, and we did a Passover ceremony with a rabbi, and I ate the really spicy horseradish. So that was my church takeaway. (laughs) Don't you eat horseradish for Passover? You eat bitter herbs. Yeah, I think it was just really spicy bitter herbs. I thought it was horseradish yeah. at the time. I mean, actual legit horseradish is literally going to make your head explode. Yeah, I know it like did. Fresh I'm from sure the ground, it... like. <gasps> I'm pretty sure that's what it was, man. I remember that. I've only done one Passover in my life. Not, not too familiar with the whole. Yeah, me is neither. Is it a lot of reading? Shindane. I feel like there's a lot of reading, not a lot of eating. Yeah, there's a yeah, <laughs> nailed it. Good, good slogan. Uh. I, I don't know how I feel about holidays where the whole point is not eating. But reading, reciting. See, the, that feels more like an actual holiday. Like if you're yeah. reading things and like it's about the, the ceremony, that's, but it's small. That yeah. seems like it matters more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the Mad Men version of things. Yeah, I don't, yeah. no. No, I need, I need birds. 
birds on birds. I don't know. Birds well, yeah, no, birds. I think we've discussed before your favorite holiday is Thanksgiving, and it's kind of the only one that measures up to, mm. to your. It is kind of the standard. best one. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Almost Stuff completely your face and hang out with friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, a Friendsgiving, by the way, is the best. Friend holidays are always better. Yeah, true. I also, when you remove gifting out of it, I'm always happy. When you have to think about, like, whether it's, like, the stupidity of a white elephant or, like, the trading. Is that the same thing? I don't fucking know. Or, like, (laughs) Secret Santa or whatever. Anytime you have to be, like, I have to spend money on something that I know this person will not give a shit about and also meet a threshold that go over the threshold so I don't seem cheap. Because, like, when you say, oh, everything's $30, you're like, I got to spend 35 at least. That fucking pressure. But you can't spend 50 because you're a douchebag. Yeah. But you can't be like, I don't know, I got 25 That's how much it was, and I'm not trying to add some stupid shit on. The bag I bought for it is $4, so we're done. Um, when you can just eat and all you have to do is be like, we're eating and drinking. Are we on? We're on board? Great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Always the best. Well, wait. Can I, can I back up for a second? Leo, you grew up evangelical Christian? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Wait, I uh, I had a spectrum of shit as a kid. Can you so what go into What do you want to know? Yeah, yeah. yeah Can you go into that, that a little bit? Uh, oh, actually, I'm going to go back to this one. I got I to gotta grease the wheels a little more. Yeah, yeah. While here. you do that, I'll, I'll yeah, preface yeah. it by saying I was digging into your work a little bit, and it made me realize that, you, that you're Nicaraguan, right? Yes, right. I didn't Correct. know that. I mean, j- just to be clear, like, Leo, you and I have hung out a little bit casually in the past. Right. But we don't know yeah. each other that well. And you've never hung out with Will at all. So, I, yeah. I you know, I was learning. I, was I say l- hello. I'm friendly. That's yeah, the yeah. level of I, sociable I am general. Hey, listen. I think I, the one time I, like, su- sort of, like, hung out with you was, like, outside of a Roberta's in the summertime. And there were a bunch of Rutgers people after a show or yeah, some who shit. The fuck, you know? Yeah, those are those are those evenings yeah. where I'm like, where are we? Yeah. We got to go. <laughs> exactly. E- everyone was plastered. Oh uh, yeah, those. Yeah. Oh okay, I I think I know. Yeah. Now. Okay. Oh, that clears mm. it up for you. It doesn't make the memory murkier. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Ro- yeah. I've only been shit can hammered at Roberta's once ever. Oh, okay. I think Orico was there. It was like a Probably, birthday yeah. that was held in Roberta's. Maybe yeah. I just have a memory of of Ulrika being like, "Oh, Will is one of my favorite people ever," and. That's that's it. That's basically that's all I had before this. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm getting that on a T-shirt now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I only I only mentioned that to say that I was sort of learning about you through watching some of your work um, over the past couple of days, knowing we were recording here. But so I wanted Word. to connect Nic- Nicaragua to the evangelical Christianity because I didn't necessarily know that those oh, two things would no, go no, no, together. No. No. Those things don't go together. Uh, or I mean, maybe they do. I'm not that familiar. I was born in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, so I'm a Southern boy, and my mom uh, was raised Catholic, actually. But like you know, like most people, you sort of like turn your back on the religion you're raised with as a child, and then you find an alternative version of it in your adulthood. So that's what she did. Um, and being the Bible Belt, you know, there was a there was a lot of flavors of intense Christianity to to circle through and try try out oh gotcha Um, yeah so i mean i went through a range of oh god like really tiny churches like in the cafeterias of like 
random schools, tiny schools, private or public, to, you know, home living room things, kumbaya guitar sort of opening stuff. Uh, one place that was like out of a person's house, but they spoke in tongues. And then eventually that's later... That's very Southern. Yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole thing. Um, and then, you know, at some point graduated to like mega church with the big screen and the smoke machine and the rock band. Uh, Question, raising yes. hand. Yes. Smoke machine? Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Who needs... For, for whomst was Straight the up. smoke machine for smoke machine you know during the the rock band playing the songs the spirituals where they and you know they do the thing with the hands up like this and uh yeah which okay all right which the weirdest part about that type of church is uh the like it's so organized right like it's it's capitalism bred with christianity in the most like perfect way uh you show up if it's a day where they're doing the eucharist or whatever you have these like neatly little packaged like wine things with like crackers inset into the top of it, you know, and they just hand them out by the dozens. Wait, what, 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 what? Yeah. Are you talking about like a dime bag full of Jesus? Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ma- mass produced dime bags full of Jesus. What in the fuck? Yeah. Wild shit. So it's, yeah, like Jesus snackable, but with your little like Capri Sun of terrible table wine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Put, pull out your little straw post soccer game. Huh. Um, okay. And the baptisms happened from like, okay, I was baptized as a, as an adolescent. I went under in like a pool at the back of a school. Uh, I had to attend one at one of these large churches and there's like a, you know, there's a big stage where the sermon happens. Uh, and then there's a sound guy with Chris Campertrolli in the back, you know, monitoring the whole thing. And then there's like, to the left of the stage, just like a really large wall because it's kind of like a small arena that we're in. And there's a glass atrium and you watch people from a distance go into that little glass atrium and then get dipped into a thing of water and then pull back out. And they had to do three services a day because of how many people showed up. And so they had to have like uh, traffic control for the parking lots. Oh my God. Yeah. To go get dipped? Yeah. Well, I mean that's just for the whole like Sunday service at large, you know, but yeah, it's a it's a production. It's a real production. I don't like that. Yeah, no, it's seductive. <laughs> it's about being seductive to like, you know, every man America and like little kids uh well, you know, it's the little kid indoctrination more than anything. Wow. So okay. they have Go ahead. But are I'm you gonna telling say me I'm a little... none of this in Ohio? Like no, I'm no, no, no. Because I'm jealous. Because you know what? Like the baptismal font, as it is known, was for me growing up. It was literally just this marble pedestal with like that was this deep, all of two inches deep. That you would be like on the little baby head, and then you're uh, done. Yeah, yeah. There's no dipping. Right. Yeah. <sighs> be more fun if people are getting dipped i would be like "Ooh, i'll watch that that sounds fun i mean the fact that you went through that production as an adolescent is really blowing my mind because I, I i think will you just alluded to it but i've never seen a baptism irl that wasn't for an infant ah yeah you know you never seen the three for ones on uh easter easter saturday they oh, wham bam no, thank you no. ma'am real quick uh, also uh, also like i said i wasn't a catholic so i wasn't even really like you know, I wasn't even re- that invested in religion, which is just barely relative so, to the to the megachurch situation. Saturdays before Easter, th- 
five out three five hours long some kind of unholy unholy holy day you're getting people baptized cracker and the oil schmear all mm. in one go so it's for people like uh converting right right right, right. so they're just trying to be like oh hi <laughs> everybody's here get it done efficient That's... yeah yeah you get a welcome package and get pushed out the door. Right. Thanks for See the money. Thanks for the bring $10, your money dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you had to bring the money to get oh, the, the okay. you know, you get the three for one if you pay a lump sum. Sounds like a soul cycle advertisement. <laughs> you, you, I mean, you don't get a Peloton, but like it's kind of close. <laughs> you get a Peloton for your soul. Peloton for Jesus. Ugh. Oh, boy. <laughs> a Zoom marathon. That kind of, yeah. I mean, Peloton sure and soul cycle now is basically church. Yeah. Is that wrong to say? Yeah. What's well, culty? It is culty. It's very culty. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like a lot of I th- I feel like a lot of exercise regimens have sort of become secular religion, yes, in their cultiness. Like rock climbers are the same way. People that go to rock walls, I feel like have the the same uh cultish aspirations yeah. as like Peloton riders. You know, I hadn't really given it that much thought before but you're right from all the boot camps to the like bikram yoga things to the pilates yes. uh the the soul cycling they've all got that it's sort of like we work meets religion for yeah. for your summer bod yeah i mean i think that i don't know i was gonna say i thought that was going away now that's fully wrong oh no i was i was mistaken oh yeah when I was getting my uh, second uh, 5G chip installation, I, <laughs> which was at the Javits of all fucking places, oh, like if you want it to, I mean, boy, that's oh, a dystopian vibe. Yeah, were you thinking about <laughs> Hillary Clinton losing the 2016 election while you were getting your 5G chip <laughs> installed? Because, woof. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's like army guys like hustling oh, yeah. through. Doing, you know, this motion with your arms. Dear reader, I'm spinning my arm in a circle and then like Famously a visual forward. medium, yes. Yes. Um, and then, you know, you get shoved to a large lobby of tables with, you know, sign-up checklists. And then eventually they usher you into like the, the you know, sort of monitoring station, which is like a, it's like a... The chair know, hall. Yeah, the chair hall. Like a big auditorium chair hall with a live... Uh, string ensemble performing for you what the fuck yeah i've been cheated (laughs) i got nothing it was fast and efficient as hell i gotta hand it to him that's what the army should do you know Eh, that seems like the most army thing or actually the least army army thing because it's like highly efficient what? Uh, okay, touche. No, you know, I, what, I have to all agree. That money? I got mine Dang. at I got mine at the Wolstein Center. I think we talked about this, which is a big convention center here in Cleveland, administered by the 101st Airborne Division. And all around, there were signs that said, "If you want it done, ask the 101." And you know what? Damn. By the time I was done, I had to agree with them. Their efficiency was right on point. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Wait. Okay. There was a that was a tangent to something though, right? Army. Oh, oh yes. Okay, when I came out of the whole the dystopian vac scenario and you know I'm trying to get my 5G signal going, I'm like out Javits and I don't remember what the hell else is over there. It's you know sort of chic industrial Manhattan. It's Hudson um, Yards. Yeah, Hudson Yards. Right. It's Thank basically, you. a couple yeah. blocks away from Hudson. Yeah. Yards. So walked past one of those like really cheesy like late modernist, worse like futurist kind of giant sculptures and then to the left of that was a 
giant tent of people doing a uh, soul cycle, you know, and they're all like uh, European tourists and, you know, I don't know, people who live in Chelsea or something like that. It's like huh. that vibe. Wait, was it by the, uh, the vessel? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So you saw the worst of the world all in one go mm-hmm. is what you're describing. Okay. Yeah. What a day. Yeah, what a what a lovely day. <laughs> what a day. You got to get that workout in in between buying cheap jeans, right? You're coming from Paris yeah. or fucking London or whatever the fuck and you're just trying to get tax-free goods. And now all of a sudden, you know what? The urge kicks in. You got to go to a soul cycle class. Yeah. Well, you thought you were going to be able to like work off the like plane meal by like walking up the vessel, but too many people killed themselves on it, so it's closed, so you can't yeah. do all those stairs. <laughs> wait, wait a minute I, you're gonna have to fill me in on this people were killing themselves on that thing yeah bro it's intentionally tall. really yes oh, shit. they oh, were jumping no. oh, the barriers God. were like waist high and like you could just jump on the railing and then just go wee wow and then too many of the too many of that and they were like okay we're no no what, people are too good for the brooklyn bridge now what's going on yeah come on it's i'm uh, real uh, it's a little you know america jesus it was, yeah, I feel like, I don't know who was doing it there, but they were trying to make a statement because that concrete is That's fresh. It. It's getting power <laughs> power washed every day. You're leaving somebody a mess. Fashion fall. Oof, oh. In front of Cartier. Take a fashion yeah. fall. Love it. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. How are you feeling, by the way, post-second uh, vax? Are you recovered? Did you... Saturday sucked. Did I wanted you? to die. Ah. Waking up at three in the morning going, oh, wait. I can feel every toe mm. because it is in pain. Mm. What is this like? Oh, you got COVID putter- toe from the vaccine. You remember that? What? COVID People- toe? Yeah, that was, from, toe? that was from early pandemic d- days. People were getting COVID toe and COVID fingers, like losing circulation to your extremities from having COVID. I'm wondering if oh. you, you uh, were experiencing a little bit of that with your slight dose. No, they just hurt. Hmm. everything hurt ah. like when you get the flu and you're like why can't i move oh i have yeah. the flu mm-hmm. but with no other symptoms other than uh, yeah leo did it's you fine. experience anything or were you totally fine from oh no i got chip? i got fucked up by the second one yeah 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 uh yeah like a day and a half of fever and then you know another day of just slow grogginess uh sleeplessness real fun oh and you never um, had I think COVID, I did, right? I think I did get a little bit of the the, the COVID fingers um, when I had COVID, which was like way back. I, I had it really early. Like I had it in the time where, you know, it's like got sick and you couldn't get a test unless you were going to the hospital ah, right. and were on the verge of death, like yeah. way in the beginning. Um, yeah, which sucked, uh, you know. Do you have any of sense of how and, you got it? Uh, yeah, I was still going to bars like a dumbass. Oh, <laughs> damn. You know, it's like, <laughs> uh, we should probably start playing. Well, you know, to be fair, to be fair, I had just gotten back to New York from uh, dealing with the passing of my father, which was a pretty heavy experience. Oh, God, three I'm weeks sorry. in Louisiana, you know, so I came back and, you know, naturally all I want to do is like go out with my girlfriend and just get fucking trashed for days on end to sort of cope with the whole thing. And then they're like, suddenly there are all these fucking woke memes showing up uh you know shaming you for like going to a bar you should be at home whatever and then you know a week later i'm sick oh god huh. yeah. oh you got a double whammy yeah oh yeah <laughs> oof 
Real, real fun times. Yeah, 2020 kicked off with a bang. Oh my Ugh. god. Yeah. Oh yeah. I well, mean, so, do you know for sure that you had it, or are you just guessing that you had it because of the timing? No, my girlfriend ended up getting the whole like loss of sense of smell thing. Oh shit. Uh, yeah. So it was pretty clear. Um, and then actually, no, I went and got a uh, what's it called antibody test at some point, and you know, had it, had it show up though. I will say I ended up months later, I don't know, at least six months after that first antibody test going to get tested for something, you know, normal, get the PCR and the rapid and, you know, Hey, why not? Let's get the three for one, get the whole shebang. And, uh, I, I had such low antibody, uh, reading that they, the interpretation was negative at that point so you know it's true what they say that sort of fades after time yeah yeah right right yeah you dealt with that didn't you um i you know i don't i never got my antibodies tested because i got the positive covid test straight up um the only thing i know about that is that my dad he gets his antibodies tested because he gives blood every other month and they do that Mm. automatically so he just did that about a month ago and his antibodies were still strong uh, but by Damn. that time, I was already in the vaccination process, so I, I really yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Ron gives his blood away for free. Yeah, he like loves doing it. I don't know what the I don't uh, know what the deal is. I, I just mean, did that shit today. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's just a bandaid. You're no, not no, seeing no, anything. No, okay, no, all right, no, all right. No, I'll put the sleeve over it. Oh, 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 someone Will is viscerally oh. sensitive to uh, blood see. and needles. Okay, all right. Ooh, this is, it's, ooh, ooh. I, like, had, like, ASMR body wave of, like, oh, that's unpleasant to even think about. Oh, no. Holy shit. Yeah, it's, I'm the kind of guy who's, like, do you mind if I videotape this right now? Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, because this is, like, a really stunning uh, moment. Um, Yeah, just did that today. This morning. I actually just discovered that I'm O positive blood. Universal uh, donor? Yeah, universal donor. Wow. So suddenly it's like, oh, fuck. Now I'm like responsible to like do this. Uh, ah. Yeah. No, no. This I is mean, how they get you. It's not. No, you. it feels good to like be like, oh, here's a really simple thing that I can do. Just give people a pint of my blood and be woozy for a day. And, uh, you know, supposedly it saves lives. Why not? Fuck no, it. Why not? I guess it does. I, I think mm. normal people mm. do this all the time, Will. I mean, I've had this conversation with my dad now once or twice because he's done it, I think, three or four times since I've been here. What? Almost. Damn. At least three. That's so much blood. His work does it as like a uh, as like okay. a program for employees. It's like very simple for him. But I think normal people gotcha. do this all the time. I, I never, I've never done it. I might have done it once when I was younger. I can't remember, but I've just never been in a situation where it was convenient. But yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Granted, you're afraid of needles, yeah. so... I wouldn't expect it of you, but um, no. Plus the sidebar bonus of gay, you can't give it. Yeah, yeah, that's a lovely. I can't oh, believe. oh, I would if I could. Oh, just can't. So sorry. I cannot believe that oh. that's still a thing. Yeah, it's so antiquated. That's crazy. I think they kind of dialed yeah. it back. I mean, they, you know, for what it's worth, they had a a post survey after you do all the like normal health screening. That's just like we have some additional questions and like. Five out of ten of them were trying to isolate if you're an undocumented undocumented Latino. Yeah, it's just what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a it's a whole thing right now, man. Doing the uh, even just doing the vaccine pre screening thing, there's like a, 
it was the same thing. There's these like these additional questions. You go, you sign up the thing. Actually, no, no, it's it's sign up your symptoms, whatever. But the first question is, uh, would you say that your ethnicity is? And there's Latino, then there's non-Latino, and then there's other. Prefer okay. not to say. Okay. Right. So, which is like holy shit. You can't have Latino, non-Latino, and a third option. Like that doesn't make. That's for taxes. Uh, it's a tax thing. For taxes? Uh-huh. Explain. Elaborate. Yeah. So this is an HR thing. So when you do like a, a screening of um, of people, like you, a self-identifying screening, you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, put what you are. I don't, whatever. You know, like, because like, I'm not going to make an assumption because I'm like, oh, no, no, no. It's 2021. You fill this this part out. I'm supposed to do it, but this is yours. Um, you get tra- like tax credits for, um, you know, different populations of mm-hmm. like you know in terms of i don't know what the fuck but some kind of tax credits in similar to the way that like you uh tell people if you were like a veteran or something <laughs> sure but it's still the same kind of uh i mean there's another question that's like almost immediately after if, uh, maybe they space it out a little bit you know to be less obvious that's asking about your citizenship and you can do the prefer not to say uh, okay, so that's a little different. You thing. know, plus even even so, even if it's taxes, like say fine, okay, the the I don't know the organization that's organizing this particular vaccination site, they want to get this so that they can collect the credits. But the fact that they will collect so so many more credits based on having more Latinos than non Latinos, it's st- it's still an isolating situation because it's just like, what ethnicity are you? And there are so many goddamn ethnicities you could be, but they're really just like, are you this or not? Yeah. Right. Or would you rather not say? That's fine. Yeah. I, I think a lot of times for when it's like, if it is ever like, it's rarely nonprofit, but like if it is like a grant or something, it has to be like, is this actually going to the use that it's supposed to? Because this was supposed to be outreach. Yeah. And it looks like it's like the California thing of like, what are all these white people doing in Compton getting shots right now? how did they get here they don't know how to get here what are they doing here that's not what this was for Uh, you know like it's in that kind of thing of like well our outreach didn't work because the people from beverly hills found their way up here and we don't know how right okay well i i will tie back for just a sec because i'm mostly like a, a pretty average person who's like moderately shitty and tries to do some good things every now and then new york is experiencing a uh what's it called like blood shortage you know so dear listener if you uh if you if you have some time and sign up for the thing and then i want to i kind of want to ask like what for you will is the like what is it about the set like what does it do or Mm -hmm. what is the thing Mm -mm. no 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 No. can't even comment it doesn't even like no doesn't (laughs) a needle will freak me out to the point of hyperventilation all right so you don't do heroin i take nope yeah i'm it's great. I don't. I can't do intravenous drugs. Uh, I will never get a tattoo. So if I ever, you know, bite the bullet and convert to Judaism, you know, based on my, you know, nature, um, <laughs> I can go in the cemetery. Yeah. I don't have to worry about yeah. that. You know, like they'll be like, "What is this?" And I'll be like, eh, "I don't have any tattoos though." <laughs> um, it's just like. I hope oh. when Chris comes back to New York, he gives you a stick and poke in your sleep. Just absolutely, I would. There would be. I know where all the sharp knives are. I actually, you know, take care of the thing. So I'd be like, okay, so stabby time. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah no, you've you got never any tattoos. Yeah, I do. I do. I have two right here. All right. Hard to show, but um, yeah, I, I I don't think of myself as a tattoo person, but unfortunately, I do from back in my back in my younger days. But no, I'm not a I'm not afraid of needles at all. Um, I have truly no excuse when it comes to giving blood, other than just you know self-centeredness and laziness in general (laughs) um but i didn't know that as with most things yeah as with most things but i didn't know that new york was going through a blood shortage right now new york in particular uh well that's what the emails tell me you know covid induced like people are less inclined to do it even still you know it seems less urgent than it did before but uh right you know, a lot of people are just staying away. I think older, I, I also think a lot of older populations were more inclined to do it. And yeah. then with COVID scare, you know, this sort of like precaution of like, uh, I'm old, I could die. If I go out in the world, I'm not going to do it. So, oh, sure. It's a very yeah. 40 to 60 thing to do. Yeah. As a, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to get to the end of this whole thing sooner. So I decided to start. Yeah. Why not? It's a nice thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is is knowing your blood type a useful thing? I don't know. Uh, basically, if you're one of the universal things, that's that's where oh. it's useful. Or or if you have you know if you find yourself in a situation where you have a relative or a close friend who is of a certain type and you could be a match, but that seems less likely to happen. Huh. Yeah, I also yeah. feel like if you're in a catastrophic situation, like let's say you're in a car accident where you get a serious laceration and the paramedics show up, you. you sh- you know, and you're still conscious, it's better to know. I'm assuming they can yeah. just give you a, univer- a universal blood at that point. Uh, yeah, probably. But I think they yeah. ask you. I, I only say that because when I've broken bones, I feel like they've asked me and I didn't know. Hmm. I, and I don't know, you know, I don't know if that matters in the end. Probably not. Obviously not. I'm still alive. Yeah. Uh, but, but when I've been given blood, um, I didn't know. And that's bad. I still don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I only realized it because I kept getting these emails from New York Blood Center that were like, you know, we're in need of blood. But then I would open them and then it would be like, we want the like, oh, positive. And I didn't realize that it was like targeted to me from a previous donation where they had my blood type on file, you know, and eventually like just just a week ago was like got another email and something about the wording was a little different where it made me question like wait am i am i o positive holy shit and then i you know logged into the thing which it takes a million years to find your password for everything now found the thing got in and realized oh shit okay Uh, i guess i should go do the thing so they were hitting up mr deep deep blood pockets over here yeah (laughs) okay got it okay yeah oh i mean yeah i oof Mm -mm. yeah it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Absolutely appalling to me. <laughs> um as an idea. Um but, you know, speaking of like, you know, giving as uh, you know, as much blood as possible, you also submitted your thesis on Monday. Mhm. So Ooh. that's like that's like bleeding all over the place, you know, anyway. Oh, you don't even know, man. <laughs> the last uh, several weeks have been a fucking trip. So we come from the land where it's 10 pages with pictures. Oh, God. Okay. So what's it, what's it like now in the 2021 to, to go to school and get the thing that you're like, what? Uh, I can do. I can teach people, and then what? And you're like, I don't know. That's, that's what it's for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, 
to be honest, uh, the requirement is only seven. It's they list like seven to fifteen pages is what they're after. Okay. <laughs> Seven pictures or without? I don't know, actually. Uh, I think seven text is the idea. Um, And then most people submit around like 30 pages with pictures. 30 to actually, no, no. 30. To to be honest, I went through a lot of them. They end up being like 30 to 50 pages with pictures. But that also has to do with like formatting or cover page. You know, you've got like 10 pages that are like aren't anything. And then like, you know, some people arrange photos along with the text others do it like their plates in a you know catalog um yeah but dear reader yours truly is uh uh a long-winded overachieving mfa cuck who by the time i was done with it was on the verge of 70 pages no total yeah So, oh but, so but so here's the thing. Okay, no okay. one's real, reading it. Real quick, for, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no one's reading it. For what it's worth, for what it's worth, there's this like framework of. Uh, God, this sounds so embarrassing to talk about. Uh, auto theory, that I was sort of like pointing to in the whole thing, and and I, I like writing as like a a, a craft actually, um, and have a lot of really close like writer friends, poets, and so forth. Um, so there was a lot of influence there. Um, and so the framework of the thing and the way that I work, it, it was like an extension of the work. So it's written in a very like poetic license kind of meandering way. You know, a lot of it isn't actually like stupid theoretical, you know, See the concept, whatever, and Deleuze and fucking, I don't know, uh, Lacan and bullshit, bullshit. You know, it wasn't much of that. Um but still, yeah, I don't know. Also, I'm dumb and like cared too much. Uh, but that might have been the first mistake. However, I mean, that sounds more interesting than like, I don't know. You auto dictated yours. I famously wrote mine and got notes that was like, this is a mess. And I said, I know, I'm so tired and I do not care. Do you care? And they're like, no, just make it make sense. I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. Well, Rutgers is basically like a long artist statement, isn't it? That's that's kind of the gist that I've gotten. I don't fucking remember. Um, yeah, I would I would say so. I don't think you're responsible for much outside of like outlining the basics around like what you're what you're working on thematically. I think that's pretty much. Yeah, I think that's a fair summary. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like I've heard you guys talk about it, and then from other peeps who went to Rutgers that it's, you know, that the faculties like outright like we don't want to read it you don't want to write it yeah right yeah pretty yeah. much pretty yeah. much yeah 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 no no hunter is more rigorous on that front uh actually but you know okay for what it's worth being a stupid mfa cuck who wrote a 70 page thing to submit that knowing no one's gonna fucking read it i will say that it it ends <laughs> it ends with an epilogue that i think is like like perfectly uh, I don't know, just nails the whole goddamn experience down uh, of doing an MFA and like what it's worth and all those questions and then going back into the world. It it's this. It begins with a tangent of reading a meme by uh, that I found. I think it's from Freeze Magazine. If you guys know that account, uh, highly recommend it. The Freeze D E or the new one? F R E E Z E. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Freeze Magazine. Uh, and then I got it via a, a meme account that's 
at what is deep throating, which I felt so excited to be able to put the phrase what is deep throating into my thesis <laughs> paper. As a, as a citation. <laughs> yeah, as a citation. It's like, ah, this is so perfect. Um, but, okay, so it's it's a this section that begins with uh, reading this meme in, in the middle of my thesis show, because it's sort of like this first-person narrative shit. Um, I read the meme. I describe the meme in detail it's a guy sorry it's a woman in bed with her husband like behind her and she's saying honey could you please wake up our son and then the next frame is the dad holding a little boy by the collar of his shirt and yelling uh basically sort of like uh mfa programs are a scam Unless you're like tokenized, lucky, or I don't know, whatever else, something, a trust fund kid, you're never going to make it. Uh, and sort of just goes on to like, you know, speak the fear of God into this kid about how stupid it is to pursue an MFA program. Uh, so I described that meme and then tangent out of that uh, to an anecdote about the thesis show in which the the day that we opened we were told that our director, both of the actual art art program and specifically the MFA department, both of them were going to be showing up to film a little casual video that was set up for um, these big donors, the, the Goldberg Foundation. So it's th- these videos that they're doing is sort of just like a little promo fodder. Give us your money. Look what it's going towards this program uh, for some kind of like auction event. And they decided to use our thesis show that had just opened as a backdrop without any warning. Um, so, you know, and they come through. I mean, it's just a guy on his iPhone with a little microphone attachment, you know, nothing fancy. Uh, comes through with Carrie Moyer, uh, passes through our show and they decide, we, we want to like up the ante here. We want all of you to give a little spiel about your work. Oh no! Yeah, so all of us are put on the spot, you know, to into bad iPhone video footage to, you know, rant about our work for a minute. The last guy that they end on, this guy, you you ended up passing through, Will. He was the guy who had the back room, uh, which is oh the this, mess pile. Yeah, the mess pile. Which actually, <laughs> I forgot that you came when it became a mess pile. It was a whole different thing before that. Yeah, I was like, something happened here, and I don't know. Oh yeah, and I'm not going to look harder that's a whole different story that's that's a wild event that occurred but uh anyway so this guy had an over-the-top installation uh full of a lot of like american consumerists you know it pointing to like kind of lacanian oedipal trauma undertones um you know things like darth vader figures you know guy kills his father sort of thing and there's a a real donald trump presidential library and you go inside and there's a video at the top with blue angels flying and then a bunch of donald trump books mixed in with like harry potter books and romance novels and anyway in the backdrop of this there's a big banner that says uh the heavenly institute for the aesthetic essence of art which was riffing off of our show title heaven and he is performing the whole time as a kind of almost like a cult leader. He's wearing a full white suit. Uh-oh. Uh, you know, long hair with, like, opaque glasses. And so then Carrie Moyer comes in to interview this guy. No. About his work. No. And he is in full character. No. Comes out. No. Starts giving a spiel about 
the institute and mm-hmm. makes mention of how you you can't you can't learn the aesthetic essence of art in an MFA program. You have to unlock it from within. So, so she's dying inside going, motherfucker, I'm trying to get money. She's laughing for real because he's hilarious, actually, when he performs. I'm dying inside of laughter at the irony of them filming this goddamn uh, foundation promo thing with this guy doing the aesthetic essence of art shit. So I plug that in behind this meme, and then I go into like a short rant about the university and the undercommons, and then I end with an anecdote about opening my email during my thesis show, which is telling me that Navient, uh, Navient <laughs> is reminding me that my loans are we'll due start soon. Being due- <laughs> <laughs> they usually give you six months before they even start oh, to boy. contact you. Yeah, and so- guess what? They won't do after after yeah, that six months. Exactly. Stop. Yeah, they will never stop. So, that's that's how my thesis paper ends. Okay, so that okay, so that's the part I would read. Uh, you know, that's the fun part. Um, you know, we can now. I guess this is a good segue in terms of talking about that. Like that was a lovely little little moment of a show. Mm-hmm. Um, except never hang a painting above a f- water water fountain. Never do that. So bad. Oh, was there one? Yeah, there was one. Huh. And I went. I forgot to use that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, I was like what's that there um but 70 pages and then you also have to edit yourself for your own script and then save the script and then edit the footage of the script that's too many words that's how do you do that many words that's a lot of words oh oh, okay Uh, to be fair part of a good chunk of the papers like writing i'd already done for the project itself oh i got to just plug that shit in so okay so that's a little different and then like i also like went over the top with photos because i'm stupid and yeah anyway but how you know i think like what we think about as like the hardest part probably you know you know use your memory think back hard is editing like the editing for that because you're doing the editing in advance of the paper the paper at that point who cares the editing of like the work is the worst because you're like I don't know. This is supposed to be the thing. And then we have to go take old yeller out. One of these is going to be old yellered and I don't know who to do it to. Mm. But when you have that much footage, how do you old yeller? How do you kill the darlings? Yeah. 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 So, okay. Okay. Are you saying for the paper? Like the actual, no, like, no, no, work, the thing, the work, yeah, the, the work, thing, yeah. work thing. Yeah. Uh, I call all the things things, but you know, the thing that I walk through, honestly, the best way to kill your darlings is to realize that, uh, uh, you don't have enough time to keep them all alive. So you have to, you just are forced to prioritize at some point uh, and you kind of like walk blindly through and then, uh, I don't know, famous trolley experiment, whatever. Oh, you just kill all the people. I don't know what yeah, you're talking you about. Kill, you, no. take, you take off, yeah, you take off like a couple, you know, cars from the back there's and then one, you just let it there's go. There's four, but the one is hot and the four aren't. Yeah, I'm going to go with the one and you just do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that ethics test is terrifying. Right, I, I feel like you must have a lot more uh, experience with this than either Will or I, because we we make objects. Like, not that you don't at the end of the day, but you're editing constantly. I mean, you make video yeah. art, like so. You, right. you're, you're always you're always cutting and in, involved in this process entirely. Whereas somebody that makes paintings, you can only make so many. I mean, even if you're incredibly prolific, you only can get a hundred, but you can get a hundred video clips much more quickly than that. So I think it's maybe a little bit uh, more natural for you to edit things down 
um, sure, as a matter sort of. of course, rather rather than um, trying to create a show out of stuff that you have. Well, you know, I guess, dear reader, for like the five of 20 people who have never met me that listen, um, I make video work that is projected onto like physical structures, right? And And do it in a way that involves like projection mapping. So there's like overlapping windows going on. So that, you know, in some ways, like I'm I'm editing a little less necessarily, or or I I get to squeeze in more, I suppose. Um, oh, because of the simultaneity of things. Yeah, the simultaneity guess, yeah. of things, okay. you know. But more, it's uh, I don't know. There's a sure to to I guess what you're saying. Yeah, I I have to be in the habit of doing that constantly and sort of trimming things out, letting things go. Um, I think at the same time, it's you're trying to get like with painting with anything else you know you're trying to get at a specificity that demands uh that demands editing right like you you get to a certain point of you just need the things that really need to be there because the other shit gets in the way of doing the thing that you wanted to do um i think the other part of it though is uh when you make long video works that aren't captivating and you watch people tune out or walk out of the thing, you know, there's there's a little, like, dying inside that happens where you're just like, oh, right, no one wants to sit through shit that isn't, like, landing. Right. Uh, so that sort of pushes you to, like, you know, tighten up your editing chops, I think. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. Also the, it's the most fun part, too, actually. I mean, I don't know. I think it all, this is going to sound terrible. I think it does matter what kind of chair this is going to sound terrible. <laughs> so like Love. I watched, uh, uh, there was a period where MoMA had all the like Warhol films mm-hmm. or maybe it was at the Whitney. No, it was that MoMA. They like old MoMA before they, you know, yeah, yeah, fucked yeah, around. Yeah, I remember that. Corbusier chairs. You plopped your ass down and I was like, Oh, this is lovely. I'll watch nothing for at least 20 minutes. Cause why it was, I think empire was on and I was like, all right, I like this building. This is a good part. This is a weird part of like, daylight where daylight is starting to break it's that like 4 a.m time and i was like huh mm-hmm. everything's kind of gray this is the most nothing this is but will fuck, telling the story of watching empire for 30 seconds <laughs> and thinking no i sat there for longer i think it might have been five but it felt like 20 so <laughs> i like presuming that chris's version of this involves like the perfect gamer chair oriented at the screen oh, oh you got to you got to get into the new Noel gamer chairs because it's freaky. Noel makes gamer chairs now. Herman, Herman Miller Noel because they fuse. They bought one of them bought the other one. So I really? feel like that Herman was Miller the, Noel. The, the Herman Miller chair. The iconic chair was the original gamer chair in the first place. The Aeron chair. Yeah, yeah. Now there's Aeron, but with like teal or red. Oh, that's great! The Aeron Pro. <laughs> the Aeron for <laughs> Twitch. It's absolutely disgusting. Um, <laughs> it's the most anti-designed device I've ever seen. Anyway, you um, were saying cost you, two grand. You, you think that video art requires a, a certain amount of comfort. For me, that's my preference for video, video art, unless it's something I actively have to walk around. Which, you know, in case in point for your thing, I had to like walk, you know, walk around and like look around, yeah. which then I'm like, ooh, I don't have to sit in one spot. Like, this is why I like, um, is it Omar Fast who does the dual projections on a single screen? Then you got to walk like ping pong no. back and forth. Not familiar, actually. Or or maybe it's, you know, one of those artists who I've 
like if I saw it, I'd be like, oh yeah, right, that person. He did the CNN thing where he chopped up everything to tell a story. Mm, I don't know. One no. of the best video yeah, works yeah, of. Take a note. Okay, so that shit is great because I'm like, ooh, like I gotta I gotta walk around, see different sides of the screen. Like it's like a Charlie again Charlie Rose interview, but you one side of the screen is one person, and then other uh, side of the screen is you know two parts. So you got to keep walking. I'm like, if if you're mobile and there's if space is being activated, even if it's just the scrim, I go, okay, I now got to do some work. I got to get my, my walking shoes oh, on. Oh, sure. There there are other examples of this, too, that don't require movement necessarily. Like Isaac Julian is really good at this in multi-channel video installations where like the action That's or the That's a little more city. You're, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying, though, is like you, you can do this without necessarily having to physically move. Yeah, like, I but, think those, Isaac but those also is... usually have good chairs. Okay, fair, fine. Because they're in, okay, it, they're in the nice museums, so they have good chairs. It's all well, about the seating. It's, it's, all it's about, about seating. either being, if if you are dipping into the cinema in this, dipping into movie magic as part mm-hmm. of a video practice, your ass better be in a lovely seat. True, because yeah. I do think that there is a certain kind of comfort in allowing your like your own suspension of disbelief. Yeah, or when you're supposed to be grounded in the present of where you are and moving around, like again, like the environment and that motion becomes will keep you longer. Yes, versus definitely. You know, like just to going back to that whole idea of like watching someone go, huh, okay, and moving. Yeah, you know, which I'm guilty of this frequently. Yeah, um, it's fine. I it took me a while to realize I do it with paintings, so it's fine. It's. No, I'm not shit talking video. I, no, I'm just saying like as like a thing. Like when you have a thing, like this is why like when I was in the thing, I was like, oh, I have th- I have lots of vantage points. So right. like I'm yeah, always yeah. like going to pay more attention to it because I'm like, oh shit, there's so much to do. Yeah. Oh, I gotta look a little harder. Yeah, it was a it was a maximalist thing, that's for sure. Yeah, I was like, how many projectors? I see one. I don't know where this one's coming from. I see another one. I don't know where that one's coming from. There's a lot going on, like, which is nice. A lot of times when you're just like. I gotta watch this. What? I'm in a black box from hell. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. There's no good chairs. I gotta go. It's easy to tune out. Yeah. 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 I wish I'd made more benches. Actually. You had a bench. Two I benches. Had two. I had two benches. Yeah. 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 Is this the? This is not the shirt, but a shirt like this was in the thing. Uh, this is the shirt. This actually. is the same shirt. Yeah, okay. I was. Like, I'm like having yeah, yeah. like image flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Good memory. Yeah. Steel trap for certain things. Um can still walk people through certain gallery shows but um so why okay so this is not a grilling of 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 your show but now i'm mean, just interested because free I don't i'm mind. just like you know, oh, well, I now just i can ask questions because i went i had time writing about it so. i had to walk from oliver street to hudson that was hell um but like so when you're doing all of this and you're doing this like you know because like as people who did like what terrible abstraction would put Agree? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, what, is it, yeah, what are we doing? I don't know. You did Big Smushy. I did, like, some tape. <laughs> I don't know. Some tape that sometimes stayed on. I don't know. Like, <laughs> if someone can summarize fuck? your work as Big Smushy, kill yourself. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> it was that, Big that Smushy was Spray. So it was, like, colors. And I was, like, it's colors with lines. I don't know. No, you're right. Um, like, he's got the colors. I got the colors with the lines. Hey. Um... You know, we don't really have access to, you know, things that are more emotional. 
mm. in terms mm-hmm. of yeah. verbiage. So like, again, the editing thing, how do you edit yourself when it's something closer to home? Oof. Yeah. Uh, I told you Charlie Rose, we're set up. I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only answer is like, you know, it's just intention. It's about sort of like boiling it down and I, like, you know, there's tons of shit that gets cut or you try out and it works at first and then later you realize it doesn't fit anymore because the tone of the thing has changed. So then you sort of have to like push it out. Um, uh, but I think, which which actually like the thing that I made is like a little longer than I wish it had been. Uh, could, you know, I mean, you always see the thing in hindsight, right? You want to tighten it up. But uh, there's also the fact that I work with like physical structures and there's sort of this like marrying of the projection onto the thing in the space and sort of um, visual metaphor that happens when you start to line it up on onto the composition of the thing that that also dictates a lot of the editing for me. So it's I am invested in a very kind of like cinematic uh, approach, right? Like it's not just like these short moving image loops. There's kind of there's like a narrative happening. There's a clear beginning and end, um, but also sort of like float between these vignettes and then I have the actual space to kind of deal with. And so then it, it becomes really important to be selective on like what happens onto this part of this space versus that part of the space. So for instance, you know, there's this framing that can become the shape of a house and then I can push things to be behind the house. What's important to like have at a distance that's also obscured at the same time, or there's like a doorway and a threshold that you can actually walk through. What's in, what needs to actually go through a passageway Versus like what needs to occupy like the the walls of the house, um, so there's kind of like a painterly logic actually happening in in the editing process for me, alongside sort of this like narrative structure that I'm you know playing around with that's like somewhere between video essay documentary and like cinema. Um, it's like Hans Hoffman like push pull but with videos. And, yeah, and space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. You know, I I mean like I I went in as a painter. Like I found my way to all of this shit uh, from having you know gone to be like I was a stupid figurative painter making a lot of I don't know. Thank God I stopped. You could doing be that. rich now. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I could, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're all you rich could, now. <laughs> you could be at the shed with you know hot dog paintings uh, zombie figuration which really keeps prevail zombie and like uh well. modernist thing but it's gay um we really, call that faggy painting in this yes house. exactly it's different yeah there's a whole lot of that um no i'm so glad i stopped that shit uh you know of course also there's the fact that these giant video installations sell really well and so i can just coast off of the money like you know oh sure. well pretty yeah, I'm just living off of this. I mean, you're making five times the money every time. Yeah. Well, you can addition it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I thought there was. Okay, so there was a point, like, at one of it, there's like a tree project on the outside. And I was like, this is like a Jennifer Heitkamp. What the fuck's going on here on this day? I'm like, huh, I haven't thought about that in 15 years. Huh. And like, had a moment of like, do you know about her? You know no, that tree really. at the, you know that tree at the Cleveland Clinic where it's like a tree video thing? No, sorry. It's terrible. It's so bad. But it like seeing it projected, I was like, "Is this a read? This is funny." Um, <laughs> so like, that's because I'm a nerd. Um, 
so like i was like that's a funny joke if that's a joke because i think that was fucking great um so like you know that is a world where people do that yeah yeah again hospitals need things true yeah they won't buy paintings yeah they will sometimes buy drawings but they will buy posters of the paintings of the drawings true it's the dumbest yeah shi- it's the dumbest simulacrum of public space filling that i'm like what are you all yeah. doing oh god i just got flashbacks to the first time i saw uh a store open up where they had local artists make paintings that would then be printed onto cotton to be wrapped onto sort of like the shit you would get i don't know like a like a nicer version of michael's or something and that was a business model. I don't know. I was like 17 or 18 ran into a store that like was doing that. Which is like, what the fuck is this? Um, so yeah, that's a poster it's... shop is what you're describing. But like with. Yeah. Jaclais. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 But, but that they were dealing with local artists who were actually making real things, but those real things were being reduced to a poster version of the thing just to, you know, and they're not printmakers, like, just, yeah. like, mass fabricate, basically, so you end up with your, you know, live, laugh, love on the wall, <sighs> um, which, I, tangent real quick, I'd love the urn with the, mm-hmm. yeah, ah, uh, when I saw that one on Instagram, I was just like, oh, it, it, it was not domestic enough. Kudos. It did not, it could not live here, because it made people afraid. Really? I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was great. Yeah, some I people mean, thought I, it was I obtuse it. to I loved with. it too, but it was in, it was an incredibly morbid object. That's yeah. why it's very funny. Bizarre. Yeah, not not even because it was an urn. I think we talked about this one other time, but because it, the implication was that the person that bought the urn for the deceased uh, had so little understanding of their like close <laughs> relative <laughs> that it, that it was depressing. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, like, if that, that were to be summar- a real object, that you yeah, would I mean, ever yeah. summarize the life of a loved one that way? Oh, with the jokey one, the yeah. actual joke that was pre-canned. That was yeah, pre-canned. That one's a fucking yeah. mess. Yeah. yeah, no, that was. Oh. It's like a tombstone that says "I tried." Period. It's like yeah, like comic strip level bad, and you're like, mm. ooh, oh well, I would not want to go out that way. When I was in Las Vegas for Christmas, I came across a tombstone in the middle of some podunk town in the desert that was, uh, I forget the person's name, but, you know, you know, Frank Brown. And then it said, I did it my way. Oh, you sent this to me. And I said, oh, my God, that's amazing. As a as a Sinatra quote. And it was like the most bizarre thing I ever saw and the most depressing thing I ever saw where it was like, you no, you didn't like you have absolutely did not do that. (laughs) You have a quotation about doing it your own way on your own tombstone. I love that. It was great. So much. It was an amazing photograph, (laughs) uh, but it was, it was a depressing (laughs) summation of an entire life. Oh my God. So wait, can I just co-sign it? And then we just print it on something. Make t-shirts out of it. Uh, wait, why are you getting credit for this? I took the photo of it. It's mine. It's in my aesthetic regime. I mean, come <laughs> on. <laughs> oh, I, li- I like this. Uh, uh, I like this aesthetic imperialism that you know. I'm in your sphere whoa, of influence. Ooh. Yeah, you did so, something. You did. You like submitted like you know a sketch, and I said, yeah, pu- I'll put my name on that. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah I like boy, that. That, that fits in. 
All right. You you think it's interesting, but put my name on that shit. I, I, yeah, we'll make a t-shirt. Uh, I well, here's the thing. So I'm insane. So what I in my delirium, I watched the. <laughs> I watched the trailer for the new Disney Cruella movie, mm. which looks like a banger. I I highly Only, doubt that. I also doubt it, but I was like f- delirious and like this shit looks good. And part of it is um what's that British actress who she was in Love Actually, her husband dies or something like that. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this a million times. Love Actually is your favorite movie. Why don't no, you No, it's know a terrible fucking movie. Isn't Emma Stone playing Cruella? Yes. Okay. Her English accent terrible. Uh she can't do anything but like have an overbite and be like, "Oh, I feel ways." And you're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" That you I'd can't be do sad that. If it weren't terrible, um, but the whole idea is like her designs get stolen. She just goes, "Oh, I picked this up off your desk. This is mine." Emma Thompson. It's Emma Emma Stone oh. and Emma Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Emma Thompson is the is the bad person who steals the design. It's like it's mine. Um, so I'm Emma Thompson to your Corolla Deville. World, yeah, is the theft of your intellectual property. Yeah, so I'm jokering you. That's why you should support me. <laughs> I'm turning you fans. into more Joker. Okay. Um, if possible, I don't know. Um, but yeah, you don't. You don't think you can do that? Just steal shit. Steal shit like that? Be like, that's great. Yeah, can you? Can I co-sign with that? Oh yeah, Emma. Th- I like Emma Thompson. She's good. She's got a great haircut. Yeah. She's kooky. Yeah. She's one of the kooky broads. Charming. You know. How old is she? Jeez. Chris, she seems like your type, right? 62. I, I don't know. I'm going to look her up right now because I can't recall her off the top of my head. Okay. Wow. Emma that's Thompson. Scott, I'm not going to lie. Just because you guys talked about it on one episode, the God, I can't remember her name. Uh, some Fox News host, M. Wack or something, whatever. Who? Mackenzie something. I have no idea Chris what you're talking likes. about. Oh, are you, talking, are you talking about the local weather lady? yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you know what as a ma- it's funny that you bring that up because she was just posting some uh sexy ass pics on instagram today i follow her her name is uh well her instagram handle is wm mac i don't know what wm mac that i don't it. know what her real name is but uh oh, she God. posts potato quality images and i f- and i follow her on instagram uh with the desperate desperate hope that one day she'll have an inadvisable third glass of wine and do something this day <laughs> Uh, she, but yeah, you're right. Prob- Emma she probably is thinks type. she's famous enough that she doesn't look in her DMs. Oh, that's true. She she definitely you, does look in her DMs. Why haven't she tried? No, does I not. Does not. She thinks she's famous enough, so she's like, no, I yeah, don't know yeah, these she's, people. She's got a manager who does. They're that. unverified. Oh, yeah. she definitely doesn't have a manager. She's unverified. Yeah, she looks in her DMs. I'm gonna I'm gonna try oh, this God. out. You and my oldest cousin are probably trying to thirst trap the same shit. Disgusting. Um. I bet she's got an OnlyFans. So <laughs> find that. <laughs> that's God, for that's for you, Chris. Oh my God! If local weather women women would only discover this, <laughs> I'm sure they have. Yeah, it's out there. They have finstas. No yeah, at the very least. Oh, can I bring something up now that like serious talk is over? So like, okay, so. I was recently alerted to this idea that there's a word that people are using that I th- find reprehensible. Mm. It's called chuggy. Chuggy? C-H-E-U-G-Y. This is, what, this is what the kids are doing? The kids are calling like, 
basic millennial things, chuggy. Chuggy. And I'm like, okay, this is this is fetch. We need to not. Do we know origins? Uh, it's yeah, on wait. the cut, so it's terrible. The cut is where all culture goes to yeah. die. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, well, they're no, trying to at, make things into things. The, the cut oh. is the live, laugh, love, earn of podcasts. Of Mon- of Manhattan. Of Yeah. Sure. Like, you're yeah. like, oh, my God, I read it in the cut. And you're like, oh, fuck yeah. you and your brunch at Egg Slut. Like, ugh. We're not in L.A. That's not real. So the Zoomers are making fun of millennials with their own bespoke word now. But it's dumb. Yeah, but we just got to let them have it, you know? Yeah. I feel like you can't put up too much of a fight. Like, it's fine. Oh, millennials no. God, are no. 40 We're... now. Look up what you Chuggy means. You're closest to a computer. Type Typing is so far away over here. Spell it again. Um, C-H-E-U-G-Y. <laughs> oh, my because God. Because I also The first don't thing understand that comes it. up when you type it into Google is Chuggy examples. So I'm going to go with that. <laughs> See, now this is more producer behavior. We're like, get me on the keys. Can you uh, find out what the fuck this is? Thank you. Oh, wow. All right. I'm just going to read what the first thing on Google that comes up is. For example, clothes and brands can make you chuggy, parentheses, chin, skinny jeans, tops with slogans on them, herbal essences, etc. The ultimate Spotify list contains songs like I Got a Feelin' by the Black Eyed Peas and Despacito Remix. Ah. This is not making this That's not even like, okay, that's not even millennial. That's just terrible taste. Yeah, it's more of a basic thing than... That's like below basic. Maybe it's like basic millennials? That's like, ooh. Yeah, it's Uh, defined as another way to describe aesthetics slash people slash experiences that are basic. I don't think is that Urban Dictionary or what? Uh, I'm on ParadeMagazine.com. <laughs> okay, so you went to <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? That what still you exists. Get when you type in Chuggy and the Cut and see how they. Uh... All right, let's see what let's see. What I hit my New York Mag limit mm. for some reason, and I was like, "How? I don't understand how." I understand how you were looking up mac and cheese recipes four times a at month. New York Magazine. They don't eat carbs. Oh, um, okay. So when I type in Chuggy in the cut, the first thing that comes up is Chuggy is being sold as an NFT. Okay, so we don't need to get into that. Uh, this oh, is an article. Nobody have cut. words on that. Ah, I love it. It's the same feeling of like the cuts thing on Chuggy is the same feeling of the New York Times podcast on NFTs, which is sort of like, oh, when they when, did not when you motherfuckers are on to you know the trending thing to talk about oof we know we know something has gone real mainstream yeah wait you know do you listen over. to the daily it's tragic it's tragic yeah you know i like i used to listen to it regularly at a time of you know entering early trump years and felt like they were doing good things and then now it's one of those things where it, like it every now and then you know it's still in the goddamn spotify feed so i like oh. see it and Every now and then there's an episode where it's like, oh, yeah, I actually want to see what you have to say on this because I want to know what the libs think. What's the train wreck? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Leo, I have to tell you, I, I laughed. I was, like I said, you know, 40 minutes ago, I was looking at your work online and I laughed out loud at your video Hot Air. Oh, um, <laughs> spe- thanks. Specifically yeah. when you when you 
Because I didn't understand what the video was going to be. Like, I understood mm-hmm. hot air. Okay, we're blowing up a balloon. And you do the red one first, and it mm-hmm. sounds like kind of like a Fox News Chiron music or whatever. But I was like, okay. And then you do the blue one, and it's the daily, but you kind of fuck up blowing up the balloon. So it cuts out, and then it comes back. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I lost it at that. Ooh. Will, you'll have to check this out if you haven't seen it. But it, it, it was very funny. That's uh, and you had I, the I mean art with balloons. Song. I'm fully here for. I think that's actually lovely. Uh, I you know I made this before I learned that there's a whole like balloon fetish world. Like if I could reinterpret oh, yeah. that now, yeah. Uh, hire hire some strippers and you know just go do the whole nine yards, go big. Especially with with now that rush is gone. Oh, oh yeah, there are so many ways I could turn this into like a weird. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> dark. <laughs> maybe maybe go into like a giallo genre direction. Just really <laughs> yeah. get a weird what? with it. A who what? Mm, like Italian, like murder thrillers from the seventies. Oh, like Suspiria, mm-hmm. etc. Mm-hmm. Colors and yeah. stabbing. Colors and stabbing and sex. Oh yeah, yeah, and latex. Latex oh. kind of shows up a lot. Uh, and the Italians? Yeah. yeah. They should know better. Yeah. Oh. Colored latex. It's, yeah, but it's so swampy. It's too humid for latex there. That's <laughs> disgusting. That's why they use sheepskin. Um, anyway. Uh, well, insert symbol crash. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for watching. 